Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. to scary savannah and beyond it's spooky season and we're back with another edition of the tybee island police blotter so let's see what scary things are going on lately although i'm pretty sure it has something to do with odors emitting and bloodshot eyes i'm sure there's going to be plenty of that there always is. They never fails to impress. On Monday, October 2nd, 2023, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. While talking with the driver, the officer noticed that her eyes were bloodshot, her movements were uncoordinated, and her speech was, at times, incoherent. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. What he didn't smell, however, was any trace of an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. Ah, so the tables have twisted and turned, and this makes no sense. What universe are we in? So she's intoxicated by something, but it doesn't appear to be alcohol. He's going to solve this mystery, I'm sure. I bet you already know what it is, don't you? It's probably like aerosol spray or something, isn't it? Something. When asked, the woman gave consent for the officer to search her car. Never a good idea. Never say, yeah, sure, go <laughs> ahead, search a car. But whatever you do, don't look in the glove box because I tell you right now, ain't nothing in there. Not, nothing. Not a thing. While conducting that search, the officer located a bottle of THC gummies with a THC pin in the car. Well, what in the world does THC stand for, Crystal? I don't know. Oh, tell that, me. it must be real bad stuff then because I, I, surely, that I surely ain't never heard of the THC. <laughs> The woman was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI less safe. So she didn't take the test, but she let him search her car. Well, at that point, I mean, you might as well just take the test, let him search the car, go ahead and tell him everything you've ever done. It's the only yeah, thing that makes all sense, really. Yeah, just go ahead and come clean. <laughs> you know, it, 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 the truth will set you free. <laughs> on Tuesday, October 3rd, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for driving on the wrong side of Highway 80. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that her eyes were bloodshot and that there was an odor of marijuana emitting from within the vehicle. Well, there went them gummies. <laughs> I don't think they have a smell, though. No, this one must be the real deal. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bloodshot eyes already. It's two in two stories. Well, it's spooky season, Crystal. That's it's it's the scary. time of the year that you just want to go ahead and get all decked out in your finest bloodshot eyes and also 
you know, whatever a costume you wear to emit odors. I don't know. Maybe it's like Chewbacca or something. I notice they don't say an odor similar to marijuana. They said it is. I don't know. It's definitely <laughs> marijuana. This ain't no skunk. Skunk. This is This is the real deal. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. She was then placed under arrest and charged with driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> this ain't Europe. Open container and DUI. If they didn't want me to drive on the wrong side of the road, they'd quit putting them dang sidewalks in the way, is what I'm saying. And Highway 80 is four lanes, so you're all the way on the other side. It's not like a two-lane road. So Somehow she was driving sideways. I don't even know how that was accomplished, but you know what? You get yourself bloodshot enough, and sometimes things can oh, occur. Oh, wait. No, maybe they mean Highway 80 all the way where the where the bridges are. Like That is two lanes. That is dangerous. Ooh, yeah, that is dangerous. Yeah. Now, if she's doing it somewhere in the four well, lane, then it probably might not be quite so severe. Well, I mean, you could go around it, but if it's coming right at you. But I didn't think that Tybee officers went past the bridge. They don't. So it must have been over there near Huckaboo's and everything. Been close to it. Yeah. 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 Probably that know. area. This is a mystery. I, I task you with solving Yes. That. Where was it exactly? On Thursday, October 5th, a woman came to the Tybee Island Police Department in reference to a suspicious package. That had been left at her door. Upon closer inspection, the woman found that the box contained a handwritten note that read, Ding dong ditch, you dumb What? <laughs> there you go. You're making me beep stuff again. Sorry, what I'm just reading it. I'm just reading it. What is Are you just trying to be edgy? Is yeah, that what it yeah. is? You want people to see how hard you are? Is that you, it? You kind of leave it out. Am I? I don't know. I don't I'm listen not to this. That. You don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> I don't listen to our podcast. I don't even. I don't even like our podcast. <laughs> I just do it for the money that I don't get paid. <laughs> hey, you know what? You keep at it, and in the next ten to fifteen to twenty years, we might have a sponsor from like a local pizza place, and we might get half off of a large. Oh, that'd be nice. As luck would have it, the perpetrators wrote the note on the back of a packing slip which bore their father's <laughs> name and address. I'm smelling juveniles written all oh, over this. Oh, no. The mastermind. It's the, <laughs> it's it's literally just the one little flaw in the plan. It's I could not have foreseen that if I give them my exact home address, then they would have figured name. out who I am. <laughs> Officers then responded to that address, and they were assured by the father that the incident would be taken seriously and handled accordingly. <laughs> Turns out that the father didn't have a son or anything. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, definitely. We'll take care oh, of this. Yeah. Not a problem at all. As he's like stuffing, packing slips in the chest <laughs> of George behind him. One of our officers stopped a vehicle for window tent violation. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver did not have a valid license. Well, why was, would she? No, I don't know why. She was then placed under arrest and charged with tent violation and no driver's license. So I don't suppose you get arrested just for the tent violation. You'd probably get a ticket, I would think. I can't imagine being arrested for something like that. Yeah, it's probably. Now, not having a license, that might be slightly Although, more severe. I don't know. Chatham County's pretty hardcore. I told you about that story from Savannah where a guy got a speeding ticket for like $1.4 million. <laughs> That's funny. And you said that he went to court to try to be like, um, no, he didn't go to court. He he called or he went to the clerk or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he went up there to talk to someone about yeah. it. Yeah, and he's like, clearly there's an accident here because it's $1.4 million. Can't we get this adjusted? And, and what did they tell him? They said, uh, well, you either pay it 
Or you show up in court and defend yourself. <laughs> well, that's just pocket change, really. I, well, let me peel out 1.4 mil. I know. Right here. And they're Do you like, take pennies? they said that they just, it's just a computer generated number that it just spits out. Because basically, what I would know is what they say is if you get a speeding ticket, you could be arrested, but you're being released on your own recognizance yeah. with the ticket. And that requires you to either pay or show up in court. So it doesn't matter the amount of it, apparently. So what I want to ask is, what in the world this guy do that's worth $1.4 million? I don't know, but he couldn't possibly go much faster than I do. You remember, the computer just generates any random number. Well, you remember how our son Elijah was talking about a little game he came up with where he's trying to figure out how he could rack up the most charges in a vehicle <laughs> yeah. without actually killing somebody. Yeah. And he like came up with these scenarios yeah. and he's like, well, if I was driving a school bus backwards oh, yeah. on a bridge on a Tuesday in the oncoming traffic while drunk and high at the same time and have taken hostages. Um, and he just kept naming stuff off. He's like, I could get 30 life sentences. <laughs> I'd be like, why are you, why are you doing this? Because he's your son and he's strange. Uh, so you're saying I'm strange? Yeah, little. Hmm. Well, you married me, so who's the weirdo? Uh, that must be me. So anyways, back to the story and not talking about how just because I lose everything, including your reading glasses, for some reason I'm responsible for the stuff I take and lose. <laughs> that does not seem how things should work to me. You also don't push your chair under anywhere when you, you're done with a chair. You were sitting at my vanity earlier today, and I walked back in there, and the stool is not pushed under the vanity. The chair in the, the kitchen. toilet seat lid down. What more could a woman want? How many men do that for their wives? I know. Do you I think have, any of me, them do it? It took me a long time to train you. think anybody does it for their wife but me? Just me. Literally, I'm the only man in America that All puts right, the toilet men, seat down. All right, men, tell us if you put the toilet seat down it for your wife. It doesn't matter what they say. Now they're guilty. I've, I've just ruined. I've ruined the life now for many men. We have gotten you trained after many years to do that. Now I'm just going to train you to put your chair back under the table when you're done sitting at the table. Or my vanity. Yeah, as soon as you makeup. tell me where you throw away my camera batteries, because I know you did it. Oh, yeah. I'm holding them hostage. Blaming me for losing your reading glasses, which are clearly right on the table over here. So, oh, they're gone. <laughs> on Friday, October 6th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to stop at a stop sign. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were very glossy and that there was an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from the vehicle. I asked... The driver admitted that he had just come from, quote, the bar, <laughs> just the bar, just the bar, and was headed home. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to stop at a stop sign and DUI. On Saturday, October 7th, officers responded to a report of an intoxicated man sleeping on top of an air conditioning unit. During the course of the investigation, <laughs> Officers found the man lying on his stomach across the top of the AC unit, which was elevated approximately 10 feet off the ground. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so this is there's more to this story. There's got to be more to this story. It continues. Yeah, it was a relatively new one for us as well. Oh. After safely pulling the man over onto a second floor walkway, officers noted that the man was extremely unsteady on his feet and unable to answer most simple questions. Like, how'd you get 10 feet up in the air on an air conditioning unit and fall asleep? When asked how much he had to drink that night, however, the man replied, quote, 
too much. <laughs> Been there, oh, but not man. on an air conditioner. Well, I was going to get on the, the, the sixth story, but there wasn't one. So I just sat over 10 feet. He was then placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct under Tybee Island City Ordinance. That's amazing. You know what? I really wish we could find out who writes these things and talk to them and just have them come on our show. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. If you're the person that writes this and you listen, let us know. I know some of the police officers yeah, listen they to do. our podcast. They probably A can't lot of people talk about do it. that we don't know. Like we walked into somewhere the other day and you were wearing one of our shirts and yeah. the people were like, oh, we listen to your show. We oh, love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah they, the dude scared me because he was a big dude. I mm-hmm. mean, he, he, he looked like. And you you're know, over there the wearing kind of a rainbow just colored. Like, turned me in half and just snapped me. And he started uh, talking to me. You're wearing a rainbow colored cat shirt that says yeah, Gary Savannah yeah, Beyond. You look, look real I'm tough. Very threatened. Yeah, you look you real know, tough. I, I am a very tough man. Mm-hmm. And they said that they uh, listen to the show and really enjoy the Tybee Island police blotter. So we do appreciate locals listening to it. And thank you for not punching me. (laughs) He was a very nice guy. Oh, no, he didn't threaten me or anything. But I just, when a guy talks to me in a bar, I just assume. If you don't know him. I just assume he wants to punch me. Yeah. And it's a pretty pretty valid (laughs) assumption on my part, I think, based on my history. more often than you'd think. (laughs) Yeah, it turns out I have this natural tendency to make people angry. (laughs) I don't know how, but uh, yeah. On Sunday, October 8th, Officers responded to an address on Bay Street in reference to an incident of criminal trespass. While speaking with our team, the victim stated that someone had keyed his truck and ripped the cover off the gas tank sometime during the night prior. That stinks. Like, somebody keying your car up. Tear my gas tank out, throw it over the street, you know? You need a camera out by your house. That's right. You sure do, because that camera would catch every bit of it on video as it happened. Later that afternoon, officers responded to the area of North Beach near the jetty in reference to an incident of animal cruelty. Oh, no, I don't so, know that I don't want to hear this. trigger warning. I don't want to hear this. It's not a dog. Okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I know. I almost Tell me it's a it. sea turtle. I almost <laughs> want to hear it. It's I'm not, just kidding. It's a pelican. Oh, no. I like those, too. While speaking with our team, witnesses pointed out a young pelican, which had been seen harmlessly interacting with beachgoers and fishermen for several days prior. The witnesses further stated that on this particular date, an unknown woman was preparing to leave the beach when she suddenly swung her beach chair at the bird, possibly grazing its beak. Oh, no. The woman then threw the chair at the pelican, striking it in the head. Why would she do that? I don't know. At that time, the bird stumbled away before curling up in the vicinity of the witnesses. Poor little bird. Oh, no. The woman then walked off the beach with two male companions. Upon inspection, officers did not find any obvious signs of injury on the pelican. Oh, okay. He's well, you okay. didn't tell me that he wasn't yeah. hurt. He's all good. He's all good. Okay. They also canvassed the surrounding area, but were unable to locate the suspect or her companions at the time. A report was filed, and the case remains under investigation. Don't Do you, come here with that animal cruelty yeah. stuff, people. I mean, we saw a pelican up close. You remember after yeah. one of those storms, hurricanes or whatever, yeah. we were walking over the crossover, and we saw a they're pelican big. just standing there. They're massive. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe how big these things are. They're like this tall standing beside you. I was like, they're big. He went on to proceed to uh, destroy the bathroom at the sandbar, yeah, if you well, recall. Some, we, we have some uh, good-hearted people here <laughs> mm-hmm. on the island, and the, and some some locals noticed this, and they wanted to help the Yeah, bird. he was injured I think from was, the storm. It was before the storm got here. It's like it was proceeding. So they're like, we got to rescue it mm-hmm. so it doesn't die in a hurricane or whatever. And they took it to the sandbar, 
And they didn't know what to do with it because it's massive. So they shoved him in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, so they put him in the little tiny bathroom because they're like, well, maybe this will be fine. It and was a bad idea. He obliterated it. It was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, I don't think the pelican survived. Not oh, because they put it in the no. bathroom, but just because I, I guess it was too injured. Yeah, I think so, he was pretty injured. But, you know, those are good people we trying tried. to help animals. They did try. This one's interesting. Air traffic control at the Savannah Hilton Head International Airport called to report someone pointing lasers at aircraft from a vantage point near the Tybee Island Pier. While checking the area, officers spotted the laser beam coming from the balcony of a nearby condo. Oh, when confronted, the occupant immediately and willingly surrendered the laser pointer to law enforcement. Officers then passed on all pertinent information regarding the incident to air traffic control. Imagine like you just think you're you're aiming a laser and then all of a sudden the police show up. They got you. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's dangerous. That's a felony. I know. No, it's that's a, literally a felony. That is dangerous. a really big deal. Yeah, if you, you don't point want to be doing lasers that. at commercial aircraft, yeah. that they take that very seriously because there's the outside chance that that could blind a pilot and yeah. kill lots of people. Yeah. So it is actually no joke yeah. to you shine that. That is a yeah. felony. Don't play with laser pointers. Well, I mean, you can play with laser pointers. <laughs> just don't shine them at airplanes. I mean, you shine them at each other. That's right, your own fault if you go blind. On Monday, October 9th, an officer met a woman in the lobby of the Tybee Island Police Department in reference to a possible theft. According to the lady, her bicycle had been stolen from a local condominium complex sometime during the night prior. The bike was described as being black with red markings. A report was filed, and the case remains under investigation. Just over an hour later, an officer responded to the Tybee Island Police Department to meet with another woman in reference to a possible theft. Oh, uh, I bet it was a red bike <laughs> with black markings. <laughs> While speaking with the officer, the woman stated that her bicycle had been stolen from a residence on Butler Avenue sometime on Saturday, October 7th. While we believe that no one is to blame for these crimes except the criminals responsible, residents and guests are asked to help us protect their property by ensuring bicycles are secured behind closed doors or tethered and locked when not in use. So we got a rash of bicycle theft going on. Oh, no, that sounds like a big deal. You know what they ought to do? They ought to mm. do these Indiana Jones type booby traps. Mm. You know, somebody comes up on your porch and grabs your bicycle and a, you know, 500 ton boulder just falls down and chases them down Butler. I think you got something. I'm really, I've been working on this for a while. <laughs> it's just a coincidence that it works out that it happens at the same time as this story. On Tuesday, October 10th, one of our officers responded to the Tybee Allen Pier and Pavilion in reference to found property. After meeting with the caller, the officer was given a wallet, which had reportedly been found over the weekend. Upon inspection, the officer noted that the wallet contained several debit cards, a traffic ticket, a driver's license, and, and a, a small, small bag. bag of what appeared to be an illegal <laughs> substance. <laughs> yeah, you always carry your tickets, your warrants, and your drugs with you. I told you everybody comes to this island, they bring their warrants mm -hmm. with them. You know, it's, it's what you do. The officer then contacted the owner who stated that she had already canceled the debit cards and ordered a new license. I canceled such, the power. <laughs> as such, she was not interested in retrieving her property. Yeah. It is unclear at this time whether the, or not the drugs had also been replaced. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, if you write this police blotter and you're listening to this and you would like to be on the show and bring fame and fortune to the Tabion Police minus Department. Minus the fortune. You minus the fortune and the fame. But... <laughs> I would also be interested if they would bring Rocky here. Yes, we would need Rocky as a guest. Yes, Rocky could meet our dogs, and then somehow we would have a felony committed <laughs> against a police officer. It'd be, it'd be terribly awful, but at the same time, it'd be kind of entertaining. Yeah, we've been wanting to get on this blotter. 
We've come close. I came very close. You came very close, and we won't <laughs> discuss came it. Very close. We will never speak of this. <laughs> we won't. Never. <laughs> the wallet and its contents were then placed into our evidence room for safekeeping, with the drugs marked for destruction. On Thursday, October twelfth, one of our officers stopped a vehicle after receiving a notification from a license plate reader that it was wanted. Oh. Uh oh. During the course of the investigation. The officer learned that while the driver had an active warrant, he was outside of extradition range and the issuing agency was not interested in placing a hold. Given this, he would have been on his way if his driver's license hadn't been revoked. There it is. There it is. (laughs) Circumstances being what they were, however, he was placed under arrest and charged with driving while license revoked. I wonder why this other jurisdiction didn't want him. Must not have been too serious. I wonder how far you have to drive away from somewhere to not be arrested for your crime. It must have been a good distance. They're like, yeah, we're not driving out that far. Well, you know what? He did do some felonies, (laughs) but they just so happened, you know, in uh, Effingham County, (laughs) which is right beside Chatham. And I, look, we're not interested in getting him back. You can keep him. You can keep him. Just keep him. Oh, he's probably got some warrants out there, too. (laughs) On Friday, October 13th. Officers responded to the area of Bay Street on Friday the 13th. Yes, in reference to a civil issue. While speaking with officers, the caller stated that one of his neighbors was having a house built on the road the caller owned. So he owns a road. I own this road. (laughs) And the contractors were using the street to move equipment in and out without his permission. During the same time, the officers learned that the caller had positioned his vehicle to block the road and prevent the contractors from leaving. This sounds like an illegal operation. Yeah. During the course of the investigation, the officers determined that the contractors had a right to be there and warned the caller that he could not unlawfully detain anyone in the future. I sort of feel like I could see how this whole thing yes. went down. He's yes. like, I'm going to put my Yugo right in the way. <laughs> You know what you're going to do? You're not going to leave because I'm going to get the cops here. They're going to be like, look here, dude, just let them go. Yeah. Like, just how them. do you own the road? You don't own the road. Well, this road, we live on the private road, isn't it? It is, but it's owned by all the residents, not just one. Well, what if we all so decide can, to block so can the road can we just off? walk the road? Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Roadblock. As soon as we finish this episode, <laughs> that'll be one way to get the cops down here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday, October 14th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for traveling 45 miles per hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone. wonder how much that speeding ticket was for. 1.2? Yeah, 1.2. <laughs> just a shade shy, you know, the 1.4. Mm-hmm. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were bloodshot and watery. When asked, the man admitted to drinking alcohol that evening. During the course of the conversation, an officer noticed an infant and its mother sitting in the back. A subsequent investigation would reveal additional evidence that suggested the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol he was then placed under arrest and charged with speeding, DUI less safe, and endangering a child while DUI. Not smart. I wish I could say that this is the first time I we've know. heard about such things, but what is this, like the fifth or sixth time in the last oh, six months? Why is she letting him drive if he's been drinking? I don't know. Sometimes people are persuasive. I guess. Mm. Don't drink and drive. On Sunday, October 15th, while speaking with officers, a woman claimed that another woman and her male companion had stolen her wallet which reportedly contained two thousand to three thousand dollars in cash. Give Was or it take. two to three thousand dollars in cash, or two to three thousand dollars in some cash and perhaps a unnamed white powder? It's not clear. 
But who carries that much cash around these days is what I want to know. I don't have a single dollar in my wallet because I don't believe in cash money. I fully subscribe to the system of the the beast. beast. (laughs) And I am using that as my funds in this world of destruction. So you would never have two to three thousand dollars. No, cash. I mean, I do. Unless we were. No, no, I do <laughs> right now. You're just not telling me about no, it. No, you, you have no idea where this came from. Oh. This okay. goes back to why we're not talking about how I almost made the blotter, but still. Oh, you made money that night. No, I didn't. I didn't think I did. so. I don't have any money on me. I don't even have a wallet. I don't even know where my wallet <laughs> is, honestly. Officers then spoke with the female suspect who admitted to taking the wallet and handing it off to her male companion. After tracking the man down at his home, Officers discovered the wallet hidden under a pile of clothes, but found it to be empty. Now, that is a shocker. It is. Yeah. There was no cash in that when I found Mm -mm. it. Not a penny. When asked, the man denied knowing anything about the allegedly missing cash. At that time, both the female and male suspect were placed under arrest and charged with theft by taking and theft by receiving. They're saying this as they both, you know, wearing a brand new, like, knockoff World Series of Poker bracelet. <laughs> and you're like, where, where'd that come from? That looks like that. each one of them is roughly about $1,500, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And are like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, officer. And they hold that up and like, all their warrants just fall out of their shirt <laughs> because they got them. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Nothing too scary. But since it's spooky season, I did find a scary news article that I wanted to share. It's not from Tybee, but from all the way across the pond in Scotland. You know, I'm scared of clowns, so this one really creeps me out. This is from themirror.co.uk. Ah, this I told you about this one. I know. This is, my investigative research brought this up. Well, I also heard about it somewhere else. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. You are. On a podcast. Okay, maybe. That I listened to. Sure. A person dressed as a killer clown is stalking the streets of a sleepy village, leaving locals terrified. The creepy character, wearing a Pennywise-style outfit, Blase. complete with scary mask and makeup, even leaves red balloons dotted around the village of Skelmorley in North Ayrshire, Scotland. Wearing white gloves and a lace collar, as well as a top fastened with big red fluffy buttons, the clown has left the 2,000 locals in fear. Yeah, try to pull that down here in the Savannah area and see how many people you leave in fear. Like, we do see a lot of strange characters out, but we've never seen a scary clown. We saw a guy with a snake around his neck the other yeah, night. Yeah, we haven't seen any scary clowns, Mm-mm. but we have seen clowns. Yeah, but not Pennywise. Maybe this coming week we will. Well, I, I mean, we see scary, crazy things when it's not Halloween. This is... Which honestly makes it scary. It is. Actually. When you're like in the middle of July mm-hmm. and Michael Myers walks into a bar, mm-hmm. I mean, something about that makes it a little it's weird. It's a little off putting. Pennywise the Dancing Clown is the main character in Stephen King's 1986 novel It, which was made into a 1990 miniseries with Tim Curry as the scary clown. It was made into a two part film in 2017 in which Pennywise stalks the streets of Derry, Maine, killing children. In the past, a Facebook account was set up by the clown calling himself Cole Dimos, posted images of himself in the darkened streets of the village and creeping along on all fours over a bridge. So he has his own Facebook. Oh, well, that, that's what the most sensation. terrifying things do. They take the time to set up a Facebook account. <laughs> in one image, he stares at the screen with a hideous smile on his face while holding a red balloon. In the book and movies, Pennywise tempts children to their death by making red balloons bob along the road and down storm drains, where he lies in wait to grab them and pull them into the sewers, the Daily Record reports. In other photos, 
This Gilmorely killer clown, as he has been dubbed by locals, is shown snarling at the camera as he stands behind a locked gate and posing outside a shop in the village. The clown has also left red balloons dotted around the village, which is just over 30 miles from Glasgow. One local, who asked not to be named, said he wasn't letting his two sons, aged 11 and 13, out at night. He said, quote, whoever this is, they are scaring everybody. He needs to be stopped. Someone needs to have a word with him before the police get involved, or he really terrifies someone. He could give someone a heart attack, end quote. Well, you know, over there, I don't know if Scotland's the same as England, but people don't have guns. I don't even think the cops do. And they're like, we will give him a stern talking to, <laughs> and we might even slap him on the wrist. Yeah, I guess he really has nothing to fear. Except they would say it in an accent well, that I can't replicate. Well, uh, he, he quote has more here, so oh, you okay. want to try to read it. Okay. You want to try to read it with a Scottish oh, accent? Oh, you want me to offend people? Yeah. Yeah, this is why people want to beat me up at bars, Crystal, so, because I'm offensive. <laughs> but let's see. So I'll the man added, quote, One boy in the street alone. For- now, see, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll just read it in a how I interpret it if the man had to learn to speak with my accent. How's okay. that sound? Okay. All right. One boy in the street along from us said he saw the clown from his bedroom window just before, I sounded British, <laughs> just before he went to bed. He didn't sleep all night. Why so is it all Scottish of my people redneck? end up just as like it devolves you're into a an old country redneck. guy? <laughs> I just, I should have been cast in a Western. You should have. I really should have. Another local <laughs> calling herself Pauline said, oh, the, "Pauline, said, you mean Pauline's got in on this?" Yeah, she said the photos and videos had just been removed from Cole Dimos's Facebook page two days ago, but they had already done the rounds on social media, leaving villagers petrified. Oh, this is just so very extra. It's just extra. Do you find that? Do you think that's standing off in the distance with a freaking red balloon just staring at you? You wouldn't be scared. No, you're scared of everything. I'm not scared of clowns. Well, you would be. No, I wouldn't. If you're just walking down the street, staggering home from the bar. If I was staggering home from the bar, I would definitely not be scared. I would walk up to him and be like, "Pardon me, miss." (laughs) I think you'd share a different. You'd have a different tune if uh, if it happened to you. You know what I think when I see this? Mm. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is a serial killer. I don't know. It could be. But I it just reminds me of when we were in high school. And you remember how there were those people that were really big into Marilyn Manson at the time. And they all had this certain kind of edgy look and the way they talked. Because I you know, hung out with all those people. I was one of those people. I didn't like Marilyn Manson, but I was that crowd. Well, this seems like somebody who maybe came just from that background. Just because you painted your fingernails black does not mean you were edgy. Well, I had in long school. hair, and I liked the interview with a vampire before everyone else did. Okay. I okay, can't. I'm the least edgy person <laughs> anyone has ever met. Yeah, but this I do guy, play bass guitar, so that's somewhat edgy. You find it scary. Mm-hmm. Pauline says. Oh no! Well, Pauline. Everyone in the village has seen the video and posts on Facebook of the Skell Morley killer clown, and we're all talking about who it is, but nobody's got a clue. I imagine he took his photos and videos down because he was getting too much heat. They all say that. They be like, "I'll tell you who it is. It's old man Jenkins." Cole Dimos's Facebook states that he is self-employed <laughs> and studied at clown school. And then he lives in Skillmorely. Please are aware of the Facebook posts. So he has a he has some training in being a clown. Oh, somebody's going to dress up like a clown and come try to scare me. I know it. I hope so. It could be me. What if you woke up in the middle of the night and he was just standing? 
in our room. Well, you better not do that because if you do, I'll probably punch you. <laughs> I, I cannot be held liable for what happens if you're dressed in a clown suit and try to scare me. I'm not saying I'm impervious to being afraid of something. I mean, if I saw something that looked like it might be supernatural out there, but I mean, it's a clown. It's a dude dressed in a clown suit. So what if he's a serial killer in the making? What are they going to do? Well, most serial killers don't go out there and assume a supervillain persona because most serial killers don't want to get caught. Well, they don't have guns. How are they going to catch him? He can outrun them, maybe. Oh, no. And then he runs into like a, a <laughs> bar and bistro and people come by and are like, where could he have gone? And there's a clown sitting in the corner and it is like, oh, well, that's not him. That's just Butch. <laughs> well, He comes they- here every Saturday. I, I still think it's just creepy. It's only it's 2,000 people, kind of like Tybee. It's, a, it's not very many people. So it's got to be one of them. Like, who's missing when this guy shows up? And why do they call him Killer Clown? Has he killed anybody? That's the thing we need to know. Is he going to turn into a serial killer? No. No, he's not. You he's, don't know he's this. probably an insurance salesman. He's probably the police chief. Old man Jenkins, the police chief. <laughs> okay. Well, we figured out it's uh, definitely something you don't have to be afraid of because you don't live there. Okay. Unless you're one of the handful of our listeners that live in Scotland. Oh, why yeah, don't you do. tell us about this? We do have some listeners we in do. Scotland. Yeah. Tell us about the story. And I apologize for butchering your accent. And tell us if you're really scared and if it's just a joke to you. I, yeah. It's easy to say it's a joke when it's across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like from that end on uh, Looney Tunes. Well, I, I say, I say, I say. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. So next week is going to be our Halloween episode. Our super duper extra large mega sized episode number, what, 79? It's not even a cool number, really. 79 is the best number. Besides 27, it was I the year I was born. Stand 12. 27 or 79. Mm-hmm. Those are three of the worst numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be... It's also our two-year anniversary. For the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. Two years. It's crazy how long it's been going on. And we feel like we've learned a lot. We've all grown as people. Mm-hmm. And uh, people still want to punch me. Yeah. <laughs> including yeah. me yeah now, now. <laughs> sometimes I'm the reason they want to punch you yeah it turns out I'm gonna, yes <laughs> yes you really drag me down is what I'm saying me yeah but it's okay you're pretty mm-hmm. so I was told by a five year old yesterday hit the chiropractor mm-hmm. <laughs> and just peeks his head under the curtain to see what I'm doing never seen him before and he's like you're pretty I said hello and he's like you look pretty. And then he left. He just ran away. Well, you know, I can't blame him. That's probably what I would have said, too, if I was a five-year-old. Mm, I'm sure you would have. Yeah. Okay, well, tune in next week when we will have our Halloween episode. And who knows how we're going to be dressed. I feel like I might be wearing a T-shirt. And Crystal might be wearing something more elaborate. Like two wear, T-shirts. You can wear whatever you want. Like two T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I guess you'll have to see. I'm just still over here seeing this picture on the screen. It's freaking me out. Oh, uh, Okay. This red balloon. Well, that's awesome. Let's go look for clowns. You want to? How? Oh. Ah, oh, you're such a wuss. <laughs>
this today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.